Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest five years ago was the National College Football Coach of the Year. As we speak, his Duke Blue Devils are seeking a 4-0 start as they host crosstown rival NC Central Saturday, 3.30, Wallace Wade Stadium. They've already posted convincing double-digit victories over Army at Northwestern in Big Ten country, at Baylor in Big 12 country, and they have some other big opponents awaiting them. David Cutcliffe also happens to be, in my eyes, an award-winning father, grandfather, and mentor, and I am sad that I have waited this long to ask him about his Mr. Incredible outfit that he was wearing while holding his grandson this past summer. I'm still thinking football, Coach Cut, but as I welcome you back, man, I am so sad that I was on vacation. While you had that ripped version of the Mr. Incredible outfit yeah. while holding one of your beautiful grandsons. Yeah, that was the, the youngest one, uh, Cooper, and that was one of those great naps on your chest. What that comes from, um, we try to have a theme party every year when we go to the beach. We go for one week, but bring all of the family. And we had a Mr. Incredible's surprise theme party. So all six grandsons are up there waiting. And they, my wife, and they bring out all of these decorations. They start creating a party. I was hiding in the pantry. And then I came jumping out of the pantry, and it was overwhelming. I had the mask on at that time, too, you know. So um, Mr. Incredible made an appearance. And um, the, what, the reason my daughter's one that talked me into doing the tweet, I did feel incredible, and that's what that said. And it doesn't get any better than that. You hit it right on the nose. Those roles that we play – uh, one of them being football coach, which is important because, you know, the mentor part of right. it. But all of those other roles are about creating memories for others. And uh, hopefully we're doing a good job of doing that. For those who want to see the photo, visit on Twitter at David Cutcliffe. I mean, Coach Cuts actually improved his physique from his younger days. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's never been more ripped than he is in the Mr. Incredible outfit, I can tell you that. What would it take – if you made the ACC title game, how much money would I have to raise for charity to get you to wear Mr. Incredible, even the outfit, for like even a post-game interview after winning the ACC title? Well, if we could raise money for charity, <laughs> I would be more than willing to do that. You know, a Ronald McDonald house or some of those circumstances, it doesn't get any better than that. So, you know, if you raised enough, I might wear it on the sideline. Now, wouldn't that be the greatest moment in coaches' outfits on sideline history? I think it would be. David Cutcliffe is joining us. I want your marketing department to get to work on something, Coach. I know you're not as familiar with the movie, but there's a character. You know the actor Samuel L. Jackson. Absolutely. He plays a character named Lucius Best in the Incredibles movie. Okay. And his nickname is Frozone, and his superpower is that he could sort of throw uh, ice at evil villains and he can make humidity turn into ice and sort of stop the evil villains in their tracks. Here's what I want to do with your marketing department at Duke. Given your defensive coordinators, Ben Albert and Matt Guerreri, I want them visually to be throwing ice balls like Frozone 
in the form of Joe Giles Harris, Ben Humphreys, Victor, Victor DiMuchegi, so that they stop evil quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers in their tracks. That's a great marketing idea. No question. Uh, and I'm a Samuel L. Jackson fan, like I'm sure just about everybody is. <laughs> I think you're on something right there. All now. right. I'm quitting the day job, and I'm coming to work for Duke Athletics Marketing as soon as our conversation is over. No, you I'm just... got it, man. And uh, I don't know about Big, big Ben's a D-line Coach, what his throwing motions like, but Matt throws it pretty well. I, so can, we'll... I can see the graphics given today's computer possibilities. I can see like a big ice Ben Humphreys exploding out of Coach Albert or Coach Guerrero's ice ball. And, and, you know, we'll just make the nameless, faceless opponents the evil villains. Sure. We won't beat up on anybody no, by name. No, we're not going to pick, pick any particular opponent. <laughs> but uh, when, when you're playing somebody, they think you're the evil villain. You certainly think they are. You better be throw zone uh, as far as ice, right? <laughs> as luck would have it, Coach, you guys were away at Baylor. As I know this is on your mind and some of your players who have family in especially eastern North Carolina, uh, was it just a stroke of luck that you were away during Florence weekend? I know it upset your travel schedule, but it did not seem to distract you from the task at hand against the Baylor Bears. And I wonder if you mostly dodged the impact or where maybe some of your players' families are still dealing with it right now. Well, we have some that are dealing with it. I just got a report on one um, that, you know, is, is thank goodness no major flooding, but leaks, uh, some damage to, to roofing, siding, those kinds of things. So it's it's ongoing, I'm sure, with every, you know, every school, every university, athlete or not. You know, these kids in this state are distracted, high school kids everywhere. So what it was a stroke of luck from a football standpoint right. that we got out of here. Uh, Delta Airlines was great. Uh, they communicated with us, and we basically had to get them up before dawn, uh, get them out to the airport, get on a plane, and then the hotel we stayed at out there on emergency notice treated us so well. Uh, so our kids, it, it was really kind of unique. A lot of us had loved ones back here, yeah. but um, I think it, it may have brought us closer together. We, we You know, we were there almost three days and um you know you're eating every meal together you're having meetings you you know we we chose to talk about you know anybody say what they wanted to say and talk about the circumstances what emotions they were feeling we were able to say prayers for all the folks back home so it was a pretty unique time for us as a football team we call him mr incredible david cutcliffe is joining us on the David Glenn Show. His Blue Devils, very impressive 3-0 start. Crosstown rival NC Central this Saturday at Wallace Wade. And remember, the Virginia Tech Hokies visit the following Saturday. They're not allowed to think of anybody except the Eagles right now. We're allowed to look forward to that trip by the Hokies to Durham, North Carolina. Your fellow colleagues, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Miami, and Boston College are all ranked in the national top 25 right now. Yep. I, I can't imagine... It's, it's something that keeps you up at night, but, but how would you describe what meaning, if any, would there be to you or your players if you guys were recognized as a top 25 team, you know, either this coming week or the week after that? Well, I think, I think your players, you know, that should be a, a goal. And, you know, we, we finished in the top 25 in 2013, yep. and we were ranked during that time. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's important to players um, – I've gotten used to to the fact that 
it, it, we have to do something pretty pretty significant at times to get people's attention. But there are a lot of teams in our circumstance that are still undefeated, not in the top 25. I'm not a fan of early polls. I don't know how you feel about it. I think they should start October 1 yeah. uh, because there's some biased in preseason polls. If somebody gets in in the top 10, they can play really average, stay undefeated, and all of a sudden they're number four in the country. Right. You know? um, so, you know, but I do, I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit it. I think it's important to our players, and um, I, I would say they pay attention to it. I don't pay much attention to it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I voted us in. I'm a voter on the coaches' poll. I voted us in after the Baylor game because I was very impressed how our team responded to all the circumstances surrounding that game, including it being about 120 degrees on that artificial turf. Um, so any team that can endure that for this week, you know, I felt merited to uh, put put us in the in the top 25, and so I did that. I rarely do that unless I really believe our team's done something special. David Cutcliffe is joining us. Coach, you know, I've been at this for 31 years now, so I've noticed some of the just scheduling changes and trends in your 11-year tenure with the Blue Devils. I know you have an amazing AD in Kevin White, but I imagine you have a voice in the room. You had the Academy this year, and you beat Army. You had a Big Ten opponent. You beat Northwestern. I mean, that's sticking your neck out. You had a Big 12 opponent also on the road. That's sticking your neck out, and you beat both the Bears and the Wildcats, Power 5 opponents both. And now you have an FCS team from your own neighborhood. If I remember correctly, I don't think NC Central ever played Duke in football prior to your arrival at Duke. And now I think you guys have played like seven times in the last 10 years. Yeah. How do you go from zero to most of the time and why? Well, well Mose Risen was the coach over there and I called him and, you know, I, I just felt like we were going to, we were, had been playing FCS teams around here and everybody knows those come with a, with a payday for those programs, you know? Yeah. And I told Mose, I said, you know, we're both here in Durham. Um, we, we, we were, you know, love to, to play you guys if you think it's beneficial for your program because we could pay you instead of paying somebody from another state, right. somebody from somewhere else. And I said the other part of it, Mose, is that, you know, I came in on the heels of some some issues between Duke and Durham. You know, I, I don't want to go into right. all of that, but it was a little unpleasant. And I thought it was a better way to get out in the community and to bring the community together. I still have hope for that. You know, I may be naive, uh, but I think that's a big part of it to be able to call it the Bull City Classic. And regardless of, of who plays well or what happens, you get a chance to celebrate two really fine institutions and an incredible community. So that's really what we're trying to do with this game. David Cutcliffe is with us. I might be bumping you up into your next interview, but there's two things. Tackle them best you can. Quentin Harris made his first career start and got the win at Baylor. It wasn't a pretty completion percentage, but you can't not like three touchdown passes. And then starting now and moving forward, you are honoring a woman that, believe it or not, and this just shows how long I've been around, as a really young man, Coach, I knew Mary Dinkins, who has a special place in the Duke sports community. Uh, she passed away earlier this month at 68 years old. You guys are going to wear the MD helmet decal the rest of the season. I loved that lady. Um, just your thoughts on, you know, one football matter and one sort of non-football matter. Yeah, I'm going to start with Mary Dinkins because I, I met Mary immediately here. 
And if you didn't get to meet Mary Dinkins, any of you listening, I'm sorry that you didn't. Beautiful person. Um, Duke has a unique football history that she knew most all of it and many of the people. Uh, Some grand football history, two Hall of Fame coaches and Wallace Wade and Bill Murray, players and undefeated season, you know, all of these things. And then we all were well aware that Duke had lean years. Mary understood what Duke football was about. She helped me understand that it really wasn't just about winning and losing, that we have maintained great people in that program. And she told me, Coach, you need to get to know all of these players from all of these eras that you can. We have so many outstanding people that are doing so many things in great communities all over this country. And that's, that's Mary. Mary loved people. She loved college football. She worked with the National Football Foundation Hall of Fame tirelessly also. So not, not only Duke, but all of football and then the people that were fortunate enough to know Mary are going to miss Mary. Wonderful and, leader. Uh, unbelievable. And then Quentin Harris, I was really pleased. You know, you have a game with no turnovers, no penalties. Your quarterback manages the game. His completion percentages, yes, they could have been better, but some of those throws where he threw the ball away instead of throwing it over, uh, excuse me, instead of trying to jam it in there and turning it over. He also, he learned some things. We're playing with tempo, and he missed some pre-snap reads where easy completions existed. He will be better at that this week. That's my job to make sure that he that he's comfortable in that arena. So I thought he played outstanding. He ran the ball well. He made first downs when we needed it. Uh, really proud of Quentin and his approach to all of this. Good stuff. David Cutcliffe, uh, quick story. When I was a mischievous young man, Mary Dinkins snuck me into Cameron Indoor Stadium so I could see a Duke Carolina basketball game. I, well, think, I think we've broken like fire marshal rules. But she, I, was a, I was a young law student coach at Carolina. And I said, Mary, I know you love me and you want to cheer me up because law school was hard. And she's like, no, I'll get you into this game. I said, I'm a, I'm a UNC student right now. You can't sneak me into a Duke game in Durham. I, I mean, I'm like the enemy. She's like, David, you don't look like yourself. You need to be cheered up law school's overwhelming you let me she said meet meet me right here at this time and she snuck me into the duke carolina game i hope the statute of limitations has expired on that you're fine we're not going to have anybody <laughs> seek you out believe me uh and mary had she had a permanent pass to do whatever she wanted to do but you just hit on two two things about mary dinkins she read people except she did well you did need that yeah. the other thing was i don't know if people realized how brilliant she was. She was a brilliant writer. Um, she, she, her, her, her ability to write, her ability to, to, to understand the English language and use it well. She was a brilliant, brilliant lady. So she's going to be missed for a lot of reasons uh, around all of us that knew and, and were fortunate enough to spend a lot of time around Mary. You're the best, Coach. I will tell you, there's a really cute Elastigirl outfit that Mrs. Parr wore in the Incredibles movie. So, I I mean, Mrs. Cutliffe still likes me best, I know. So I'm not going to come up with that idea. But just so you know. I'm, a... I'm keeping it in my mind. Uh, but I may need you <laughs> to help me convince her on that Oh, one, boy. Okay? We're both fighting an uphill battle there. Coach, thanks as always. Good luck against Central. You're always a lot of fun. Thanks, David. Take care. <laughs>